The Interrobank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Interrobank podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Interrobank podcast. This is a milestone episode. I think our first major milestone that we're recognizing, at least, is our 100th episode of the show, which is so wild. Started as a monthly podcast, to a weekly podcast, to a bi-weekly podcast, back to a weekly podcast, and now for the first time, a video component as well. So whether you're listening right now the usual way or experiencing us by the medium of film for the first time, welcome. Um, I'm going to introduce all of these lovely guests that you see But first, I'm going to just do a quick news recap. Here's a look at what is making news this week at Fanshawe. Fanshawe College has received minister's approval to deliver a welding apprenticeship program. The goal is to help meet the critical demand for skilled tradespeople across the province. Minister of Labor, Immigration, Training, and Skills Development, Monty McNaughton, was here last week to announce that news. The welding apprenticeship program to be delivered by the School of Applied Science and Technology is expected to launch in September 2023 with an initial intake of 20 students. And if you've been dying to see what's been going on at Innovation Village, now is your chance. Fanshawe employees can now sign up for a special lottery program to be among the first people to see the space, which remains under construction until September 2023. I got a chance to take the tour before the break. There is a lot of cool stuff going on in there. Visit my Fanshawe to find the link to enter the lottery. And lastly, Fanshawe has partnered with the London Chamber of Commerce on a new youth education program. The Reboot Plus project was developed by Douglas College of New Westminster, British Columbia and Future Skills Center of Canada. It is a 16-week program in which participants complete career assessments, build essential skills, and develop concrete career and education action plans. Participants range from ages 17 to 24. And now all of these stories will be featured in our upcoming issue of Interrobang, so keep your eyes on our website if you want to learn more. All right, folks. So this is a big crap we have on the Interrobang podcast today, but there is a reason for that. So everyone you see here is a current or former host of the Interrobang podcast. So I'm going to introduce you to each one of them. First up, she is the former editor of Interrobang, first host of the Interrobang podcast, and a graduate of Western University, King's University, and Fanshawe College. Today, she is a reporter and newsreader with CBC London, Angela McInnes, y'all. Hello. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And she was last year's host of the Interrobang podcast. She originated show formats like Girl Talk and Proofline. She's a graduate of Fanshawe's journalism broadcast program. And today she is the digital content coordinator for AM980 News here in London, Ontario. Amy Simon, hello. Hello. This is crazy. And she was the host of the Interrobang podcast for the 2020-2021 school year. She originated show formats like Creative Conversations Over Coffee and The Wrap-Up. She's a Fanshawe College graduate and today is working as a visual effects coordinator at Image Engine in Vancouver, British Columbia. Ilhan Adin, welcome to the show. (laughs) And lastly... The current host of the Interrobang podcast, they're a graduate from the journalism broadcast program at Fanshawe, 
as well as the full-time staff recorder for the Interrobang, Ben Harrietha. Hello and welcome. Howdy, howdy. You already know who I am. Yes. <laughs> yeah, frequent listeners should know Ben very well. It's um, me, the podcast guy. Yeah, it's the podcast guy. So <laughs> I guess like first and foremost, and I, this is going to sound pretty general, but we have so much catching up to do. How is everyone doing? Let's just like one by one, like, where are you at in life? What's been going on? Um, I want to start with you, Amy, because you're kind of like the freshest out from Interrobang. Just been one year out for you now. Yeah, I guess the right term is fresh meat, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's how it feels. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a, that's, wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's crazy to think, you know, like a year ago, I was back at the and Tara Bang back at school, and now I'm out in the world trying to, you know, make my way, kind of pave the path, whatever you want to call it. It's, but it's, it's great. It's, it's been amazing. Um, yeah, I, I'm at 980 now, which is crazy. Uh, one year out, which has just been absolutely wonderful, and to be out in the field, and it's you only get to learn so much when you're in school. And I mean, when you're in school, you think you're learning everything, and it's all this, you know, all this cool stuff. And then you get out there, and it's like, wow, okay didn't expect this, but I don't hate it. So I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I'm doing. It's been great. It's great to see all you guys again and great to meet some new faces here and, uh, just, just happy to be here. Did you go straight to 980 or was there like something in between that you did? I can't remember. There was something in between. I, I worked for a newspaper, that's um, right. not the Interrobang. I went to another newspaper <laughs> and, uh, that, that was a fun experience. Uh, not necessarily for me. And, uh, yeah, I got the the call to 980. I think I was at the newspaper for, I want to say, just a month. And then um, I kind of switched over to, to 980. And I've, I've been there ever since. And it's uh, almost been a year, I think. And I, well, I think it'll be in the spring. But uh, yeah, it's been great. Amazing. Amazing. We're going to come back to all of that. Um, I want to throw it to Angela, also here in London at CBC. How's it going? Going very well. Learning a lot. Um, I got to be honest with you. It, everything's just kind of been a blur. And uh, I'm taking it a day at a time, but every day I learn, I learn so much and uh, kind of become addicted to new experiences every single Mm -hmm. day. So it's great. How have you been enjoying like news reading? I love it. You know, I didn't um, ever think that I'd actually go into radio. I wanted to do uh, newspapers, Mm. um, obviously, Uh, but the news reading, um, uh, it was the opportunity presented itself and I took it and I love it. And, um, it's given me a whole new, uh, perspective of how to write and present the news, obviously. And it's completely like I, to any journalist, I'd say work in as many mediums as you can, because, uh, the more you learn the different ways of writing, the stronger you become. Mm, That's very good advice. Sage advice from Angela, which I'm still like using all the advice you gave me back in my days as a reporter. So, (laughs) Um, and now Ilhan, we were kind of chatting a little bit yesterday, but like, tell me a little bit more about what you're up to out there in BC. What's it been like the last couple of years now? Fantastic. I love BC. Very happy to be away from Ontario winters. So (laughs) that is one thing that is wonderful. Um, but yeah, it was kind of on a whim happened within like two weeks. It was supposed to be a six month uh, thing between the interview and, and coming over here. But yeah, it happened within two weeks in 2021, made the leap of faith and said, why not? Let's go to BC. Yes. Was that like a, 
how do you adjust to like changes like that? Was it like, cause I feel like I, I would need it to be sudden like that. Sometimes yeah. it's the leading up to it that makes it harder. Absolutely. And I'm very grateful that it was very sudden because otherwise I don't <laughs> think I would have made the decision. Mm-hmm. I think I would have just been too calculated with how I would uh, make the move and all that stuff. So when it came up so kind of organically and quickly, I'm like, why not? Let's go. Let's do it. I'll figure it out there. And it's been working well so far. <laughs> so awesome. I'm my heart is like in BC forever. So I'm a slightly jealous of you. Um, and Ben, our full-time staff reporter, this was a position that we didn't have for a couple of years there. And then we were able to bring it back this year. So, I mean, we see each other every day, but like, how are you enjoying your time at the Interbank? Uh, it's great so far. I think I've actually had kind of the opposite experience to Angela where, uh, I, I did all my, uh, education and training was specifically for radio and like my internship was with city news and that was just writing copy and doing voices and stuff for radio so then swapping immediately to just being print has been it it was a culture shock at first but i kind of i love it it's so it's so relaxing it's (laughs) it's a very relaxing job if that makes sense like i like being able to write things yeah kind of it's not like, you know, I don't have to have a, you know, here's the story, get this back to me in two hours, you know? Sure. Yeah. I think uh, anyone who's had the chance to like work in Interabang knows that we have a culture here that like, we want our writers to explore their own interests. And that, that is something that I very much borrowed that like ethos from you, Angela, like this is leave it up to the writers. You guys tell me what you want to do, you know? And that's been, uh, Amy, you, you experienced that as well when we were working together too. So I want to um, look back a little bit. So we're celebrating this big milestone for the podcast, but this all kind of started with you, Angela. What was your initial vision for the show? And like, where did you hope that it would progress after you? Um, I winged it the entire yeah. time. I, I did it because... Um, like I said, like I, I didn't, I wasn't as into audio at the mm. time. Now I'm addicted to podcasts. Like now that I'm <laughs> in the world of radio, that's completely flipped. But at the time, it was just something that um, we had the opportunity to try at Interobang. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, I do believe in pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So I winked it and um, uh, Ilhan actually helped. Well, I'd say it was a lot of Ilhan because Ilhan, like I, I gave the directive, but then Ilhan, I, I just said, you do it. Like you're great. <laughs> um, you know, we had some parameters, but otherwise like, uh, it was, uh, clay being molded probably in the first year. And then of course the pandemic happened and like, I'm going to be real with you. I can't even remember <laughs> like that summer, but I think we still got it going. And I, it was just important at the time to um, see how we could engage with audiences through having conversations about what was going on in the news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, there was definitely, I, I remember working here right when the pandemic started and it just felt like everything after that we managed, but it felt like just in disarray all the time. But I think the podcast stayed as this like, multimedia piece that was so accessible for so many people. And for Amy and Ilham, both of you, I feel kind of took the format of the show and played around with what it could be. Um, I want to 
like, like Amy, for example, introducing like reporter rants, which we still do, like we still do that show format today. Um, and then Ilhan, I mentioned earlier, like creative conversations and the wrap up. Are there any formats that you two particularly enjoyed working in and any like memorable guests that stick out to you? Um, maybe we'll start with Amy on that one. Oh gosh, uh, you mentioned reporter rants and that has a special place in my heart. Like I was looking back and I think that was one of the first episodes I ever did. And that was back like we were close to episode 50 or something like that. Now we're at a hundred, which is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, reporter rants was so fun. And it, it, it created like those conversations to chat and see you know, I think at the time I did it with uh, with Kate and Jess, who were reporters there, and it was just fun to chat and say, you know, pick each other's brains at it and, and it allow other people to kind of join in on those conversations. Because that's the one thing I, I personally fell in love with about journalism was the whole conversation format, because I'm, I'm a very curious person, maybe mm. a little bit nosy, but I'll just say <laughs> curious to, to put it lightly. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love doing that. But for a guest specifically, um, I loved, and it kind of going off of that theme, I love talking with Lydia Collins, which is something that uh, Hannah, you helped set up with that. And that was probably, I still think about that. She, she's an amazing poet. Some of her poetry books, I have, mo I think all of them now, like I fell in love with them. And, and just awesome. like talking with her and, and her process and how she writes things and, and kind of, it's a different form of writing and she turns it into something that's just so beautiful in its own unique way. So talking with her, it was such a beautiful conversation. I think it was the longest podcast I've ever done too. I had to cut it down, but I think we talked for like two hours or something like that. Oh my gosh. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was just great. And, and so many others. I mean, that was the one thing about podcasts that I, I really enjoy is you just get to kind of take a different side of journalism and just talk to somebody who has a really cool story. So, yeah, I think, I think an underrated episode was the, remember when we tried to do like a new format with Proofline and we were like, oh, we're going to do like history. It'll be like the history show. And it didn't really go anywhere, but we had that great episode about Jungle the Elephant that you did, which I thought was yeah. so engaging <laughs> and interesting. And I loved that title too. Like, but it didn't, it didn't, we didn't go beyond that, but it was, it was cute. It was a good idea. And I think that episode stands as like an interesting, just like piece of, again, just like a different style of storytelling. Yeah, exactly. And I, wow, I can't believe I forgot about that. I think I did a whole story with that too. But yeah, it, it's just so cool. And that's the one thing I loved about this podcast was just to like, let's just try this or we'll try this and just see where it goes. If it doesn't happen, at least we can say we tried it. And I think that was the, the one part that I loved about it. So yeah, 100%. Ilhan, I feel like a lot of your episodes also had that like focus on conversation. And I mean, there are episodes where you and I would just like sit down and talk or you and Angela would do the same thing. Um, like, are there any of those ones that really stand out to you as well? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm speaking to so many people who are in the world of journalism. I am not. Um, <laughs> I'm very apparent through my writing, but nonetheless, it's. Uh, I love that that aspect of just curiosity, similar to what you're saying, Amy, is still alive. And it's so cool to see that that's still very much so part of uh, the podcast. But my favorite episode were those episodes where we were just, you know, talking, getting to know what was happening in life. One particular was um, to touch base on what you said, Angela, about the pandemic. It was my saving grace <laughs> to keep my sanity. And my favorite episode is, uh, I think it was episode 20, uh, where we were discussing just basically the student experience, particularly in my program, about pandemic learning. We just had a town hall meeting the day before. So we had a lot of uh, angst. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was definitely really my favorite episode just to be able to see the perspectives of students and, and see how pandemic, uh, pandemic, excuse me, learning affected all of us. So hands down, my favorite episode for that. But in general, all the ones where it was casual conversation were my, my go-tos. Yeah. Ben, have there been any standouts for you so far? Uh, I mean, I've only been, I've only been hosting for 13 some odd episodes at this point, uh, which, uh, not a whole lot in comparison to the rest of y'all. Um, but so far, I think our Halloween special was a highlight for me. I got to talk to Trina Davies, who is the playwright behind Grand Ghosts. She was so great. Like, like I always go in with like a list of loose questions and we just like, it was, it was like, a, it was a really short podcast too. I'm looking at it now. It was only about like 20 minutes, but it was just like the best conversation. Ooh, I just dropped something. <laughs> best conversation that I've ever had on the podcast, I think so far. It was just because it flowed really nicely. I also think, um, I think it's episode 98. It just came out the day we're recording this, yeah. um, which was a conversation with a PhD student named Grant Dickey. Uh, he's studying, uh, he's a biomedical engineer and he's studying commotio cortis, which is, you know, big in the news and sports. So we talked about um, all that. And that one was fun because it was, I was trying to keep up with someone who was leagues smarter than I was. <laughs> That's how it feels sometimes with this job, doesn't it? Like I was talking to someone about this recently I've been talking a lot with writers about like fact checking and making sure that like accuracy is there all the time. And that like, if, if you are like truly not sure about what you're asking questions like it's okay because people mm-hmm. reading probably also don't know right so you can kind of be that like buffer that like yeah I also don't understand what you guys are doing please explain it to me like I'm five so I can translate that for other people right exactly it was just like a it was it was really I think that was the, the most fun just to record because it was like I had to really I guess like think <laughs> if that makes sense. No, like, I know sh- not thinking. Ben. Not thinking. I know you should just be zoning out when you when you record an interview or something. Um, but like, I, I like I had to like really try and wrap my head around some of the things he was saying because I, uh, there's a difference between a journalism major and a PhD biomedical <laughs> engineering student. That's for that's for sure. <laughs> um, so. We talked about some of our highlights while we've been here at the Interabang. A phone call in this economy declined. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greta. Um, so <laughs> we've talked about some highlights from when you were at the Interabang. I want to know if there have been any career highlights for those of you that have since moved on from Interabang. Um, I want to start with Angela because I feel like you've had a pretty interesting couple of years at CBC. Career highlights. Um, I, I like, again, it's, it's just like the, the beautiful thing about journalism is that it's like, it's kind of an adventure. Like when you graduate, you have a loose idea of where your career is going to take you, but um, you also kind of roll with the punches. And so I would say that I'm, I'm pretty excited for the fact that um, I've, I'm making uh, the transition to radio and loving it more and more and more. Um, the highlight has been just being able to reach out to uh, all of Southwestern Ontario. Like that, I never, I never dreamed, mm-hmm. I, I gotta say, like I never dreamed that, like you, obviously when you're in journalism, you're connecting to people, but 
Um, it's cool how through radio, especially through CBC radio, you start to get a sense of just how many people you're reaching out to and who are hearing you and who recognize your voice. And um, it levels up their responsibility a bit in that you are delivering information to, to people and they rely on you. So just um, like understanding the weight of what I'm doing and expanding in my career in that way has probably been like the best highlight so far. Yes. And, and I will say, I will say, I think like, <laughs> obviously we all know it's been really crazy these past couple of years. Um, I will say all of a sudden I found myself reporting on um, the convoy protest from start to finish. No like way. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but I was doing obviously like the newscast and I was filling in for the newscast. And suddenly I just found myself watching day by day, almost minute by minute, how this whole situation unfolded and came to an end. And that was fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Even just as a, like, like news consumer watching that was it to be like relaying that I can only imagine. It was unreal. What a, wow. What an experience. Um, let's, uh, Ilhan, tell me a little bit about any, any like highlights for you so far I feel like you must be doing some cool stuff out there honestly the main highlight is just moving here yeah <laughs> to be honest with you, because I'm still very much so at like the early stages of my career um and for those who who don't know I went to school for film and so BC was like the go-to space if I wanted to pursue film and uh kind of falling into the world of visual effects is something that I didn't quite expect I kind of wanted to be more on set so being in the post-production world and in a, in a world that's completely new to me that I did not go to school for is definitely something that I didn't expect, but it was a, a welcomed surprise. So, I mean, in the, truthfully, the career high would just be doing something I didn't expect <laughs> in the world of visual effects, but yeah, so far so good. I kind of like the parallels here of like ending up somewhere you didn't maybe expect to end up, but like learning to love it. I think that's probably much truer of an experience than I think most people would think. Um, Amy, same question. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had too much experience. I mean, I'm only a year out of school, but one thing that does stand out and something that's a, a big milestone for me is I was uh, really fortunate and I joined this incredible team because um, 980 is affiliated with Global News, and I published my first national series. I was a part of this big team where we focused on young people and cancer. So it was something that was really near and, and dear and close to my heart. I've unfortunately lost a lot of people within my life to cancer. So this was kind of a way that I could pay tribute to that. So I spoke with a ton of people across the country, uh, all um, young people who have had cancer at, at varying ages, um, I think ranging from I want to say 30s. And then I had this, this woman who really, uh, I believe she was from Quebec. Um, but she told her story about how she was diagnosed when she was 10. And then again at 12. And then again, in her late teens, kind of early 20s area. So it was just getting that idea and, and talking to all these different people and putting it in a different format too. I don't get to do a lot of writing kind of in that beat or in that sense or whatever you want to call it. So that was a, a great milestone for me something I'd, I'd always want to do and something I didn't think I was going to be able to do just kind of getting uh, fresh out of school there. But um, yeah, I, I think going back to what Angela said, you kind of just roll with the punches and, and take each, you know, one day, take it one day at a time. <laughs> and uh, that's how I'm, I'm managing. And, and every day is just something different. And, and that's what I love about it. So I only have positive things to say from here, I guess. <laughs> that's so, I'm so proud of you. 
just oh. <laughs> that's true I truly am um I want to I've got like one last question here and then we're gonna d- j- jump into something fun um I, I I'm curious to know like in your current positions like how do you feel that your time at the Interbang helped you prepare for what you're doing now and for completely unselfish reasons I'm gonna start with Angela <laughs> on that one <laughs> there's the answer to that is so large that I think I might need a second to condense that in my mind. How did how did my time at Interrobang shape me? Is was well that shape you, prepare you for the work that you're currently doing. Like in every way, meeting yeah. deadlines. Probably I would I would probably put it down to um just meeting deadlines and learning to write quick. Uh Thinking of like just being creative, um, coming up with new ideas every day and uh, teamwork, definitely uh, the teamwork aspect. Um, that is, yeah, that probably, probably if it like I could go into, I could launch into so many anecdotes and stories, but uh, definitely I, I would say working on like, you know, the, the magic of it is that it's student media um, and learning the importance of student media, especially is something that I have, I still take with me. Um, you should know, like anybody listening to this should know that um, all journalists in, in bureaus across the country mine through student media, they still do. And student media, you have the less, you have the least amount of restrictions, like you're the most free. So like free, spree, free speech in this country really does take root with student media. I really, really believe that. And I think that um, understanding that uh, has has uh, shaped me and helped me, and it's kind of been like my ace up my sleeve in my career so far. Perfect answer gives me so much hope. <laughs> um, I want to I want to throw it to Ilhan as well, just because I know you're working in like a different field. So, like, what did you take from this experience that still applies to what you're doing? Well, Angela said teamwork for sure. I'm working constantly with people. And basically my job is kind of being the liaison between so many different departments. So teamwork, absolutely hands down uh, is something that I've been able to take from the Interabang and also organization skills, having to manage working um, and being in school at the same time while simultaneously being creative, which takes a different part of the brain. So just trying to organize um, was definitely absolutely uh, something that I was able to pick up in the Interabang and communication skills just talking to so many people, so many different types of people, different types of personalities and learning how to kind of manage that kind of energy was very, was something I was able to refine at the Interabang. So appreciative to you, Hannah and Angela. (laughs) You guys were majorly helpful in that. So thank you both for it. I know Amy, you took a lot too, but I wanna do, the thing I liked most that you kept was framed versions of every cover. Do you still have those? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I, I, I will be honest. I was in the process of moving and things fell out, but I broke like a couple of the frames. So I'm waiting for Ikea to restock so I can get more because I love them so much. I, I think they're so cool. And that's going back to what Angela said about free speech. Like, it, like just the covers alone show that creativity. So yeah, I have every copy framed, but I have to buy new ones. That's why I don't have them hanging <laughs> up in the background anymore. <laughs> Um, okay. So real quick, Ben, I'm not going to target that question at you because you're still here with us, but I am... Yep. I want to give you this opportunity right now to tell the people, the people here and everyone listening, what is to come for the Interrobank podcast in 2023. Ooh. Yes, you get to tell them. Sweet. Okay, awesome. So um, this is actually, I guess, 
this is the first of many video podcasts for the Interrobang. Uh, we will be switching to a uh, video format, video, uh, video every off week. Like basically we'll have video one week, audio one week, video one week, audio one week. And what the video podcast will do is we'll have some pretty either high profile people from Fanshawe uh, or, you know, high profile guests, depending on, you know, whatever the topic is. And then the audio podcast will be coming out um, every Friday when we release a new paper and that'll be me uh, or Justin, one of our other reporters. And we will be discussing um, the paper, what we put into it with another one of the reporting team, either, you know, Hannah, Kate, Emma, anyone who else, uh, anyone who wants to come on. So yeah, that should be fun. It should be, uh, I think we've got this up, I think. So we'll have a, this the next episode will be the launch of the new podcast format. So January yes. 27th, that will be the brand new show format. The show is getting a new name yet to mm -hmm. be revealed. That's all coming. We're getting a new logo. We're going to have a new set. There's so much to look forward to. I'm not going to give it all away, but Ben just gave you a really good teaser of what to expect. Yes. Now, before we get booted off this Zoom call, we're going to play... <laughs> A quick game of Interabang trivia. I don't have any prizes. There's there's nothing to be won except bragging rights. Um, and if you okay, so if you know the answer, if you think you know the answer, maybe like just give me like a hand or a or a buzz or something, and I'll I'll we'll see what who who gets it right. I've got a score sheet to keep track for no one, but no one for but me. Okay, question number one. Who was the first guest on the Interrobang podcast and what was the topic of the episode? <laughs> so ashamed that I don't know this. <laughs> oh my okay. Um, I wonder if there's like a hint I could provide. Mm -hmm. it, came out in, it came out in January, which did have something to do with the episode. I want to say Angela and I just to start it off, but I don't know. Cause I feel like that would have been the first episode. Yeah. So the, the first episode was blue Monday and the guest was Dr. Cliff Arnell and it was hosted by Angela. That was the first one. If you say so. <laughs> no points for anyone. Um, you're all not winning that round. Okay, number two. <laughs> this one is actually the hardest question. Um, so, okay. The Interrobang podcast began in January of 2020. How many elected FSU presidents have there been since that time? Bonus points if you can name two of them. Angela, you might have the best chance of getting this one correct. Elected. Yeah, elected. That's the key word. January 2020. <laughs> okay, who can, can anyone name one president? <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had Ishmael on. <laughs> yeah, we've had Ismail Rabbi is one. Um, okay, well, Katie Takur, of course. Yeah, that's two. Yeah. Um, and Julia Brown is the interim after um, a certain individual. Uh, it didn't work out. Yes, but that was that before or after. That was that was in that time frame. So yeah. 
technically there have been five FSU presidents since January of 2020. There would have been four, except someone left and someone else was elected to fill their place. So there have been five FSU presidents since January of 2020. I'm going to go ahead and give Ben half a point for naming Ismail. <laughs> and I Angela, love winning by Angela, technicality. Angela got, Angela got Katie, so she can have that one too. Cool. Two half points. <laughs> Win. <laughs> um, no one said Ricardo? Amy. Oh Damn. my God. That's, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I spoke with a Ricardo. Is that Ricardo Souza, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh my have, God. Yes. Have it. <laughs> it's like, of course. The other, other two the were, the other two were uh, Abdul Kassab and Karen Nanetti was the oh yeah yes yeah she, she was the one elected after uh circumstances it was so exciting it was i'm sure exciting time oh meg and i were just talking you guys had some fun stuff to report on so much scandal <laughs> okay um so we've discussed reporter rants and how it's quite regular now for us to have reporters on the show but who were the first interrobang reporters to be featured as guests on the interrobang podcast was it, was it Jess and Kate? No. Damn it. This was before their time. I say you are one of them. That's <laughs> true. I was one of them. Yeah. And then I want to say either Angela or... Angela was the editor at the time. Okay. Oh, oh, I know this, but his name's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> He had red hair. Yes, I know. I knew him. I knew Tyler McCarthy. Tyler, that's right. Okay, I'll give Angela a point and Ilhan can have a point too. We've got some points going around for that one. Yes, me and Skylar were the first interrobang reporters to appear as guests on the show. Okay, we've talked about this a couple of times, so some of you should know the answer to this one. Who originated the now familiar reporter rants format? Amy? <laughs> that was Amy. Congrats. I'm going to give Ilhan and Amy a point for that one. <laughs> Amy for doing it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, this last question. Ooh, this is a good one, guys, because you've all edited the show. So you've all seen this, but the question is, do you remember? What is the title of the Interrobang podcast theme song? And who is the credited artist? Oh, it's like, uh, it's like on the purple planet or something like that. Yeah. So close. So close. <laughs> okay. Any guesses? Anyone want to throw anything out there? Oh, so, okay. The answer is the song title is Retro Gamer. Yes. Yes. Mm. And the artist is Purple Planet Music. And I looked into this. Um, so Purple Planet Music is a collection of like royalty-free music written by Chris Martin, not that one, and Jeff Harvey. So shout out Chris Martin and Jeff Harvey for uh, creating the Interrobang theme song. Um, I guess the winner is Ilhan with two points. Everyone right. else had one and a half. <laughs> Good job, everybody. So, okay, before we let everybody go, um, any like current projects that anyone's working on that they want to just shout out or plug at all? Um, Angela, anything we should keep our eyes on CBC News for? 
Just continue to always keep your eyes out. Um, I I don't mean to toot the horn, uh, but toot I, it. But but I mean like we we're uh, we're number the our London Morning Show is number one I think in the in the province or something. Like we're doing we're doing really good. It's a very strong newsroom with incredibly talented reporters. Um, uh, just just continue to read and listen to our London morning and afternoon drive shows. Afternoon drive is hosted by Alison Devereaux and she's a podcaster and she has amazing radio skills. Uh, so just just please continue to uh, listen and read. Amazing. Amy, anything to plug right now? Oh, not to piggyback on Angela's answer, but yeah, there's always stuff going on in the world. So there's always something we we're working on, <laughs> um, whether it be an event or, or what have you. Yeah, there's always stuff going on in the world. So it's just whatever you whatever you want to look at, it's it's probably there. <laughs> two, if you're like a London newsie, there are like no two better places I would go to than CBC and 980. Like both of you guys are just, you know, working for a couple of the greatest sources this city has. So shout out both of you. Um, Ilhan, anything to plug out there in BC? Unfortunately, most of the projects I'm on, I'm not allowed to talk about, but uh, I will take this time just to say how amazing it is to see how much this podcast has grown. It's amazing to see so many familiar and new faces. Um, But yeah, nothing to plug, but just happy to be here. All right, guys, uh, we're about to get booted. So thank you all so much. This has been such a treat and happy 100th to the Interrobang podcast. Happy 100. The Interrobang podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.